stream. Welcome to River Radio, the voice of the Thames Valley and School of Parenting. School of Parenting is sponsored by Goyles of Maidenhead, specialist uniform, workwear, sportswear suppliers for over 50 years. Now, this morning here at School of Parenting, um, like the rest of the nation and across the world, we are mourning the death of our Queen. So it seems appropriate that my co-host today, Claire Hogan from from, um, Creating Calm, our teen specialist, is here. Good morning, Claire. Good morning. And um, guest Helen Cruikshank from Zalva Health and Wellness talking about emotional freedom techniques. Good morning, Helen. Good morning. So if you have any questions this morning, um, please do email rachel at river.radio for any questions for Claire or Helen and the topic that we're talking about. Or you can send us a tweet or a message on Instagram or Facebook, all at River Radio Live. So it's it's obviously a difficult time for everyone, um, which is why the, the topic that we're talking about is very appropriate and relevant. First of all, Claire, I'm going to let you introduce yourself. I know you're a regular here on School of Parenting, but just tell us a bit about yourself and then and then on to Helen. Thank you. No problems. Nice, nice to be back again this morning, albeit in um, some difficult times. Mm. Um, I am, as you, I introduce me as I'm a teen specialist. I work with um, young people and their parents around mainly around mental health and how to manage the teenage years. Um, so my my primary focus is not only providing a safe space for young people to share some of the challenges they may be going through and help them move forward but also to really help parents understand and educate them around some of those difficult difficult times where we can come across lots of stereotypes about hormonal moody teenagers and sort Mm. of lose the sense of what they are actually trying to manage particularly um post-pandemic um and all these changes that this for this decade is is deciding to bring us so Mm. um that's that's really why I'm here (laughs) and Helen is a, a lovely lady who we connected a few months ago um Again, because she's very interested in working with young people, um, had a lovely, lovely conversation and really, um, I mean, I, I know quite a bit about EFT, I've used it myself, but I feel that it's a really uh, powerful tool that can be used um, and sort of for with young people and also for parents as well. And I really wanted Helen to come on today, really, just to have that opportunity to educate other people, because it is such a it is a really powerful thing. Um, mm. And, you know, we can obviously talk about that as well this morning in the context of, of this period of time and, and some of the emotions and feelings that all of us may be going through right now. So, yes, yeah, so I'm really pleased that she's agreed to to come on and speak to us today. 
Helen, mm. can you tell us a bit about about your your company and yourself, and then we can go on and find out a bit more about EFT. Absolutely. Good morning and thank you for having me. It's nice to be here. Um, and like it's already been said, uh, it is a sad time, but there's plenty of us here that can help and uh, steer us hopefully in the right direction. So a little bit about me. Uh, my background was I was a gymnast. Uh, I was an acrobat competing for Great Britain and I retired at 16. I then went on to coach children to international competitive level as well, and then moved on to fitness for children and adults. Uh, Fast track on 30 plus years, I've been through every fitness fad that's come and gone, and taught them all, and run most of the studios in our fitness clubs around this area. And I now run a business with my husband, Stuart, who is a competitive weightlifter, uh, having competed at three Commonwealth Games himself and medalled at them all. We now run Zelva, which is a wellness and fitness studio uh, based in Maidenhead. Mm. And I do some a little bit of teaching of yoga and Pilates. He's the fitness, more fitness side and the weightlifting and massage. But I've bought into it EFT, which mm. is where the wellness comes in. EFT is the emotional freedom technique. And what that means is tapping and not many people know about it. It's a very sophisticated, I think, sophisticated and new technique. It's been around for a long time, but it's new in our conscious. We don't really know of it. Well, I'd first heard about it, actually, um, in Australia. So mm. quite a long time ago, I'm probably going back two decades. I, I do sometimes, Australia can be a little bit more ahead or a bit influenced by America mm-hmm. uh, without generalising. So I had heard of the the tapping but it's it's there's definitely a lot more about it isn't there now it certainly is yes definitely becoming more known now Mm. and quite a few therapists that are trained in something else will turn and add to tapping as claire said that she does too right um so it's it has become or started out as a bit of an add-on but i stand alone with it i i do eft on its own Okay, so so what? So to begin with, because we we I'm I'm just trying to think how a listener might be might, might still be going. I actually still don't know what you mean. Yeah, what's ab- happening? Absolutely. <laughs> what actually is it? So what we do terms. is literally tap with two fingers on different meridian points around the face and the upper body. I mean, I could sit here now tapping and you'll go, oh, I see what you mean. But listeners clearly can't see that. So you literally use two or three fingers and you tap on meridian points, which are top of the head, around your eyebrows, side of the eye, under the eye, under your nose, on your chin, on your collarbone and then under your arm. And they're the main points that we use and the side of the hand, like a karate chop side of the hand, we tap on there as well and use our setup statements. So we use words as well as tapping. Okay, that's. I'm just thinking. Now we've clarified that. I'm going <laughs> to leave it to Claire to 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 ask Helen the questions. But I was just thinking we yes. might still because. And interestingly, when you put put it into Google, it doesn't come up. EFT. Mm, something else comes up. A different term comes up. Something to do with. Um, I'm going to have to Google it now because <laughs> it's gone out of my head. But it's you know something to do with I don't I know never... finance or something. Yeah, you something, usually need to say EFT it? tapping. That's you it. Add, need that's to add the tapping to that it. That was yes. the term that I had to add last. And night. most people think yes. that the T is the tapping, but the yeah. T is techniques. Yes. So it's emotional freedom techniques. Yeah, yeah. Tapping isn't mentioned. Very interesting, isn't it? I mean, I, I, yeah, like I say, I came across it a long time ago, both 
personally and I, I use it a lot in in for me um I don't necessarily use it as much for young people just because I'm I'm not trained in it so I don't like introducing techniques that I don't I you know I'm not qualified to use because I but I do appreciate its value and one of the things I love about it is its simplicity because I think you know a lot of the young people I work with um you know they they're very self-conscious you know if they're struggling they don't want something that's big and obvious and even sometimes leaving the classroom if they're at school and struggling can feel Mm. like oh everyone knows I'm leaving but if you can introduce some of these really simple techniques like you said the, the tapping techniques and they understand how they work that's really empowering for them to manage situations that they might be struggling with so this is you know this is why you know when we spoke I was just like I need to get Helen on to talk about this because we need to be educating more Mm. around things that they can do on a day-to-day basis what I like about it is it doesn't have to be the tapping on the face there's some emergency tapping points that you can use around the fingers on the fingernails yeah and I've taught my children I've got teenagers myself I've taught my children and children that come to me to tap under the desk at school exactly that you can even do it in your pocket you can Uh use your own thumb to tap on your fingers it's that simple it is that simple and as long as you're thinking what you want to clear the tapping on those meridian points does work and we use the fingers really as emergency points so if you're in a classroom you kind of are in an emergency of oh, mm-hmm. I don't like the situation that I'm in and I, I want to get out of here yeah rather than having to get up and run out of the room start tapping on the fingernails and it just calms the situation yeah. calms the thinking brain so that you you can then think again mm-hmm. it's that fight or flight when I'm jumping ahead here but the fight or flight that happens um, in us stops us from being able to think clearly so as a child a teenager in that situation where they can't think something through if you just start tapping on those fingernails it just calms the thinking process and then you can think something something through and then decide what action you need to take rather than this whole explosion of ah can't cope need to get out of here run out the room that Mm. kind of thing what is it doing then when you're tapping on those meridian points interrupting something or something sorry that's we've got a a, a dog in this, a dog in the studio today, who is obviously also going through some, some emotion. There, um, he's decided he needs some tapping. <laughs> um, can you use it with animals, just out of interest? Yes, what you can do is tap on yourself with the intention of tapping for the animal, and absolutely, it works. I've got that. dogs; it does work. I guess you do that for him. Yeah, I mean, like with babies, you wouldn't necessarily tap on their fingers or their face. You can tap on yourself with the intention of tapping for someone. Awesome. So you can do that for anyone anywhere you know if I've got a child going in to school for an exam I will be tapping for myself with the intention I'm tapping for them that's really interesting but that's is that what it's doing though it's it's interrupting something or is it the the focus or it's both so as long as the focus is where you want it to be so for you yourself you're going to tap for yourself ensuring that your thought process is where you want it to be so for example you've got anxiety about um, walking into a room full of people right so in your thought process is I don't want to do this I don't want to walk into this room full of people and it's being that specific you can't just say I don't want to do this that won't work it's being clear about I don't want to walk into this room full of people so you're tapping on either your fingernails or the points around the face I don't want to walk into this room full of people. I don't want to walk into this room full of people. And you just keep that mantra going as you're tapping. 
And then the, the moment before you started tapping, you were quite anxious, quite worried, mm. um, maybe breathing fast, maybe sweating, all those things that mm. we know that's our, our process that we go through when we're getting anxious about something. As you start to tap, and then of course with that is that thought process. You then can't think clearly. You're mm. starting to bring in the panicky thoughts. Oh, they're all going to look at me and they're going to laugh at me and it's, it's going to be this, that or the other. So you're not thinking through, actually I can walk into this room, I can be calm, I can find a space for me to stand. Mm. All of those, what we would know as sensible things, thoughts have gone Mm, there's mm. no space for those so in that panicking moment that's going on you start to tap those panicky thoughts calm down and then you get the space to think clearly about what you can do Mm. it's okay I can open the door I can walk in I can walk to the side of the room whereas beforehand when you're in that anxious state you can't think through that sensible process of how to do that Mm. so it changes how parts, I, mean, I don't want to get too technical, mm, parts mm. of the brain, how it works in that fight or flight. When you've got into that anxious state, I mean, Claire can kind of step in and help me here. When you get into that anxious state, the part of the brain that goes into panic or fight and flight mm, stops mm. you from thinking clearly. Okay. And then when you start the tapping process, it calms down that part of the brain and then you can think again clearly. Absolutely. And I think, you know, we're looking at things that can just emotionally regulate in that moment and what's really powerful about it is if you can use something in that moment that is actually much much more effective in actually dealing with that rather than trying to recall what happened or this happened at school and I was really worried about it if we can teach young people how to use these tools so they can do it when they're feeling that and then notice oh actually I didn't feel so bad Mm -hmm. then actually that's going to take lessen their their general anxiety because they're not then carrying that thought Mm. you know maybe when they come and see me or or something like that and I think you kind of answered you know part of our first question how it could how it can be helpful but a really good illustration and I think you know even the example of walking into a room you know I know some young people who struggle with going into assembly because it's mm. huge it's busy there's lots and lots of well, you know, getting late to the classroom and everybody's already in there looking at you you, know, you were last in the loo or whatever it is and you've gone into the classroom last mm. and you know mm. everyone's going to be seated and you've got to walk in yeah I've had quite a few teenagers come to me with you know and it's we look at that as adults as such a almost a daft thing to be upset about but it's that and something else and something else you know going into the canteen that's full of people yeah. walking into an assembly and if you've got three four five of those things going on in a day Mm -hmm. if you can't deal with them in that moment they stack up as the day goes on Mm. so the next day you then already got that backed up and Mm. then you're going to face all those things again by the time you get to the end of the week you've had 50 60 70 of these episodes Mm. where Mm. you're then out of control more than you're in control yeah and as you as you know you know the famous stress bucket that i I talk about that's that's what we're looking at trying rather than trying to wait for it to get full and then empty it we want to keep on top of it and and i believe that eft is a really good way of helping young people keep on top of that bucket so to speak because they're doing that emotional regulation in the moment Um, and that and that's really key for me and that's why I think it's a technique that we need to be talking talking more about but one of the things I'm really interested about Helen is because we all know teens you know you said you've got teens yourself and Rachel has I have Mm. how do you go about introducing a a technique like this to what who can be you know quite skeptical young people how do you kind of make it sort of in a way that makes them think oh actually 
you know, maybe this could make a difference for me. It's it's picking up on what is the biggest, and I call it a stressor, what is the biggest stressor? Rather than talking about trauma, mm-hmm. um, because quite often we think of EFT being something you'd use for trauma. Trauma is quite a scary word, and I often talk about capital T's or small T's. They're still scary. Trauma is a big word. So I try and talk about, you know, stressors. You know, in, it, when I was growing up, we never even knew about stress. And now even a four-year-old can come to you and tell you they're stressed, mm. which is just a crazy use of language but it is what it is so if we talk about the stresses that go on I quite like to talk to children and teenagers about if you're not feeling calm and relaxed then we are in a a stressy state Mm -hmm. and then what can we do about that to change that and it's that you know I'll repeat myself but it's that understanding if you've got into a stressy state you're not thinking clearly Mm -hmm. you're not able to regulate how you're feeling and operate at your optimum, at your best. Mm -hmm. Um, And so teaching that that's not how we want to be in the first place is a great starting point. And then it's sharing how EFT can help that. And what's important is how quickly you can do one round of tapping. We call a round of tapping where you start at the head, work around the eye, onto the chin, down onto the collarbone. That's a round. In one round of tapping, if your focus is in the right place, you're thinking about what the stressor is, you can already feel you've come down. If you start with your stress level, I don't know, 8 out of 10 and 10 being the worst it could be, you do one round of tapping, you can be down at a 6. You know, Dropping down two points is quite big. Mm-hmm. And then if you just did one more round, you may drop down to a 3 or a 4. Mm-hmm. So and for teenagers to understand that it can happen that quickly, they're quite tempted. They don't want to sit for an hour in a counselling session <laughs> and talk about it. And the joy of this is it doesn't have to be talked about. Mm. It's best if you say what's going on. I get worried about walking into a room. I'm going to keep using this example. Mm. I get worried about walking into a room full of people. You don't have to say that. (laughs) You can just have it in your head Mm. that that's what bothers you. I get stressed about that and tap on that. And you'll just feel those levels drop down. And I suppose, you know, a lot of young people are looking for, they want to feel better. And they want to, it's almost like once you can prove to them that you do this, you do feel better. It's kind of building Mm. that. And making it quick. Yeah. Everything is so fast in a teenager's life. Yeah. They want something, they jump onto Google, onto their phone, they they live with their phones. They want that answer immediately. Yeah. And I think it's the same with fixing themselves. They live in such a fast paced world Mm. that if we can give them a tool that acts really quickly, you know, tap once around all your fingernails and you'll feel better. Mm. Yeah, let's give it a go. And it's so unobtrusive. It doesn't have to be done in front of anybody. No, and I think it's the subtlety, isn't it, that that makes it really, really powerful. So it sounds like it's... So once it's known then, once once a teenager or anybody, because obviously this isn't... It's not just for teenagers, is it? So anyone um, learns the technique that it then is instant, as you said, and they haven't got to go somewhere, they haven't got to see somebody or ring, or, you know, yep. whatever it is, they can actually, yeah. once they've learned the technique, they can then use this themselves. Yeah. Yes, and EFT really is a self-help tool. So if you're going to deal with a big trauma, you know, a capital T, it's best to work with a practitioner so they can keep you guided in the right track. 
But for the what I'm going to call the little T's or the smaller stressors, um, you can deal with on your own. Absolutely. And it is an amazing self-help tool. So it's worth really knowing that, that you can do it for yourself. You don't have to sit for an hour in front of somebody and do it and share what's going on. Once you've learned the technique, and especially as a parent, if you learn the technique as a parent, not only can you then keep your own emotional level regulated that allows you then to help your children and teenagers better um, you can then pass on those skills to your children excellent yeah. well let's see if we've got let's take a quick break see if we've got any questions that have come through and then um and then chat a bit more when we come back we've got angels by robbie williams thames valley one more time across the thames valley this this is river radio well now for some pop music. Try this. I sit and wait as an angel Contemplate my fate and Do they know The places where we go When we're gray and old I have been told that salvation lets their wings unfold. So when I'm lying in my bed, thoughts running from my head, and I feel that love is dead, I'm loving angels instead. And through it Forsake me I'm loving angels instead When I'm feeling weak And my pain walks down A one-way street I look above
forsake me I'm loving angels instead Welcome back to School of Parenting here on River Radio, the voice of the Thames Valley, with myself, Rachel Tyrrell, and my guests this morning are my co-host, Claire Cogan from Creating Calm, who's um, a regular on School of Parenting, teen specialist, and we have Helen Cruikshank from Zalva uh, Health and Wellness, who's talking about EFT, uh, which as one of our listeners said, yes, it's not electronic funding transfer <laughs> that is what I when I've googled it so yeah you do probably have to google EFT tapping and it stands for emotional freedom techniques so if you've missed the first part of the show you can listen back wherever you find listen to your podcasts just search up River Radio School of Parenting and you can catch up we've been chatting about um, in the first part of the show you know what's it about and and you know what it actually does when you're using it school of parenting is sponsored by goyles of maidenhead specialist uniform workwear and sportswear suppliers for over 50 years so this this instant we were saying about how you know the beauty of it is that it's it's instant that once um a teenager and it, and and obviously it's a technique that anybody can use um they can use it discreetly as well so it does beg the question the question that I was thinking as an ex-teacher is do schools can can schools you know use this it it seems quite simple doesn't it it does it does and I think one of the challenges is is kind of introducing what are seen as new techniques even though it isn't you heard of it you know in Australia Mm. 20 Mm. years ago you know it's been around a long long time hasn't it Helen definitely been around a long time but it is new it's new in everybody's awareness and it's so difficult to bring something new to um an old system like a school mm. and, and and i think you know that's fair to say and i think obviously there's lots of rules and regulations around things and we look at when we look at traditional scientific research and all of that stuff it's very difficult to to kind of to sort of make it tally with with how how we work as a as a kind of you know health profession I suppose isn't it we are in um in changing times most definitely and I think this awareness will grow uh, it's just how we do that now because it's needed now not in the future yeah that's 100% true and we alluded before the music to just touched on the parent side of things so if you're a parent of uh, like a preteen or a teen you know there's a lot of um outward angst that goes on around all oh, the teenagers and a bit of dread that often oh what's going to happen and 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 I think you know more often as you said um Helen it's it's about if we feel more stable and calm in ourselves we're much better able to ride that wave and let's face it is a wave and and ups and downs and not you know not quite sure what's going to come next so I wonder how you support and work with parents to help them manage because it's not always about the direct work with the teenagers Mm. is it no and quite often you know we've said how easy this is for teenagers but trying to convince the teenager to want to come and do something to help themselves is often quite tricky Mm -hmm. so a, a definite direction would be to uh, 
talk to the parents, uh, work with the parents and teach the parents this technique. And yes, definitely for themselves, but so that they can help their teenager or just show by example. If you're not emotionally regulated yourself as a parent and you can be seen to be tapping, which then regulates you, then a teenager will learn from that. It's the same as your eating habits, your fitness habits, your sleeping habits, everything else that our children learn from us. If they're seeing that we are learning to regulate our own emotions through a technique of EFT or similar, then they're going to learn from that. So I do encourage our parents and adults who are involved with children to learn this technique for themselves and to help themselves first. And I remember being told that when I was the first parent with a baby, that you can't look after the baby unless you look after yourself. And I absolutely 100% stand by that. And that hasn't changed as my children have grown, that if I'm not regulated and balanced in all areas of my life, I know my children aren't going to be because they're going to feed off of me. So more often than not, when I have a young person come to me, um, whatever age, I mean, I start with four and five year olds all the way up, right through to adults and older adults. Uh, if there, if a, a child, a teenager approaches me or a parent usually comes to me and says my child or teenager is struggling, I will talk to the parent first. I will ask the parent, how are they? Are they balanced? Are they regulated? Are they emotionally stable? And more often than not, they're not. And then if you work with the parent first, those techniques can then be taught to the child or work tandem both side by side. If they'll have it both in the room at the same time works really nicely because usually what one is struggling with, so is the other, mm. especially if it's a mother. Mother and children are so connected. <laughs> yeah, 100 percent. And I and, you know, I know from the work that I do, you know, I'm often, you know, supporting and managing the anxiety of the parent who's worrying about their child. But I often sort of say to them, look, you know, it's important that you get some support yourself how are you looking after you because they become so laser focused on getting help for their children but that can become counterproductive when they can't they're struggling to manage how they're feeling because we've all been there we all you know we feel we feel just so helpless sometimes don't we um so it's it is always important to take that top-down approach and sort of think a bit more about absolutely and the the children they are so connected to parents Mm. if the parent is struggling or even if the child's struggling and then the parent's feeding off of it they'll feed them back and it's tandem you know it ping pongs backwards and forwards both are getting worse with no no way out of it I think the helplessness is the biggest frustration as a parent of teens Mm. who you know it can be so hard to connect with or sort of get through to and we've spoken about this on previous shows where you just want to ask them directly what's going on why are you in this mood what's causing it and of Mm. course that's the worst thing because then they can shut down shut down even more so I know certainly for myself personally I really struggle with that and I'm sure lots of parents do that it's it's just feeling helpless so if there's a technique like this that then can be used and I think what you've said is so critical because of course that tension builds up in us because we're not perhaps getting the answers or there's not that communication or we're feeling just so helpless or overwhelmed um so if the first step is using it 
as a parent then that's that's fantastic it's, it's role modeling isn't it it's modeling that you can do something that is going to make a difference and one thing that's brought to mind to me while we've been talking as well is um not only helping them manage the parenting but also the letting go so we're going to have a lot of children over the next few weekends going off to university now as a parent that's huge mm. you know all of a sudden we're not able to see them day to day to maybe help them with with their struggles we've got to actually learn how to not be there all the time so mm. I'm assuming yeah, you have and to sending, them, sending them off with these skills would be great yeah. and then that's where this fits for both yeah. you know, the parent can be tapping at home through that feeling of um, loss I guess it is almost mm, it loss, um, yeah. and helping themselves with EFT to cope with that but also knowing that the teen has gone off to university with that skill that they can help themselves yeah. or just imagine it if you could that there's that phone call or even that FaceTime call that a, a teenager calls back to mum and go mum remember that tapping that we've done can you do it with me now I'm in my room I'm on my own I'm really struggling here and, and that the parent help. absolutely 100% gets it. And then they can do that together that's, over that's that distance. That's an amazing skill to have. Mm, yeah. I mean, I, th- I know the value that I've had of, you know, because there's lots of YouTube videos out there and things, you know, sometimes it does help to tap along with somebody. I find that quite useful sometimes. Yes, definitely. Definitely. And like I say, it doesn't, I mean, the words work and the words, if you're saying the words that have, that are connected with what emotion is going on for you, it makes the process quicker. But the, the words don't have to be there. If that teenager is struggling with something that they really don't want to voice out loud, as long as they're thinking about it, the subconscious will do the work for them. And the tapping on those meridian points will bring it to the surface. And that's really interesting you say that because sometimes on a, I'm on a dog walk and don't want to look like this mad dog lady who's talking to herself. <laughs> So I actually do, I use some of the tapping points while I'm walking. Mm, if as long as you're thinking it. Or, yeah. yeah, and I'm thinking about it. And it, does, it, it it works. It lessens the intensity of that feeling in that moment. And I do find that's much more powerful than then trying to recall it yeah, after in, the event. You've got to, do, you know, that if you can, in the moment is the best way to get the mm. result that you're after. Yeah. And then, you know, and we know that our teens, they're not the greatest... Um, sometimes at articulating what they want to say are they so you know the fact that they could then as you said have that in their mind but not actually have to say it you know even to their friends sometimes they struggle don't they Um, you know chatting to their friends or sort of just you know vocalizing what it is they're feeling or um they don't know i mean what do they do in that situation where they maybe don't know i know you've said that it helps to be specific so i'm walking into a room and it's busy um can it does it work with the general feeling oh absolutely yeah it can just be that feeling of i feel overwhelmed i feel sad i mean you know if okay. we want to to bring how the whole country's feeling in at the moment let's move on to that that mm. you know we're all mourning at some level um it's just we don't really know what it is that we're feeling but we're feeling maybe sad it's probably bringing up an emotional um a memory of maybe someone that we've lost ourselves it's that same memory that's coming up so that the grief is there that sadness but we can't be specific about it is it about the queen is it about somebody else am i just generally feeling sad you know the whole country's dropped down a level maybe at the moment so it doesn't have to be specific we can just tap on i just don't feel quite right and i suppose that comes back to if the parents are using it as well to manage then they can kind of, you know, particularly in the context of, of this situation, the, our young people might be a bit like, 
they won't be necessarily feeling the same way, but they'll be picking up on the energy and mm. the atmosphere of everybody else, and that makes us feel weird anyway. Oh, it definitely does, and it does rub off on each other. 100%. Yeah, you see somebody crying, you almost want to cry yourself. You see somebody really laughing and giggling, it just, wants to, it just makes you want to laugh and giggle as well. So these emotions, they do rub off on each other. Yeah, and it's what, and it's what also at the moment what they feel allowed to be able to do because it's kind of well everything's got to be somber, everything's mm. got to be calm, and it's like well that's really you know we're, mm. we're again moving into university and freshers week and everyone's going away from home and wanting to so it's it's quite confusing, isn't it, not to have those those rules? Well, I th- and it, I think it's especially tricky because um, you know even though you know obviously the, the, the queen and everybody talks about how you know, how old she was and how, you know, as as adults. But actually for younger children and for, and for teens, I mean, I'm sure I'm not the only parent who over, you know, since, since the really sad news has made the mistake of telling my children how they should be feeling mm. um, because I feel a certain way and the nation and the world is feeling a certain way and you know and then I and I'm that's the confession there and I step back and go well probably wasn't the right uh, mm. the, the right word but you know I'm I'm expecting perhaps a reaction that I'm not getting because maybe there isn't that same connection yet at the same time certainly like I'm sure a lot of households we're all feeling a certain way and uh, and then our children are around that aren't they as you've said it's a September it's always a bit of a challenging year and there's this you know they're probably really confused aren't they yes I was telling mine to show respect and I had the tv on and I was watching the broadcast Mm -hmm. and I wanted quiet and peace in the house and my 10 year old just didn't get it Mm -hmm. and I'm almost shouting out going can you show some respect Mm. but why what did Mm. that mean to him Mm, so we do have our level of expectation too Mm. and it's managing that you know it's staying in control Mm. which you know as a parent as even as an adult is really quite tricky it is it is it's it's really difficult and and one of the interesting things we've done is we've gone back and we started watching the crown from the beginning i don't know whether you've ever watched it before because i don't i know it's not historically completely accurate yes but i thought well maybe just could give them a sense of of why yeah you know why this is such a big big thing for for generate for the generations because it's difficult to explain Mm. and it sort of leads them to question well why is everyone crying? You know, why is everyone getting, you know, travelling to Windsor Castle or Buckingham Palace to lay flowers? What does, what is it, you know, and, and we need to help them feel okay, like you say, with not not feeling that way because yes. it is going to be different for them. It is going to, because they're still living their lives, like you said, moment to moment, their lives move so fast. So we were on this 10 day mourning period, mm. but actually for a teen, it might be like, oh. It was done on day one for a teenager. Moving on. She's done. Yeah. 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 And actually that's oh. a really good idea, Claire, because there are, there's so many documentaries on different documentaries and we've mm. been watching the different documentaries, but you know, not, you know, they are sort of at a different level if you like and and you know well, certainly not my team has not sat and watched any of those with us but on the other hand there's been the moments where I've said you know you need to come down now the king's about to do 
the mm-hmm. new king is about to do his speech. This is a historical moment, and and like literally forced him to sit and listen. Now I don't know where, whether I, think, I don't know what Claire's thinking here. No, well, you, <laughs> funny you should say that, Rachel. I did exactly the same thing with my oldest because and he's I just start his history and politics A level, and I said. Come on, Joseph. This is a yes. this is a poignant moment here. Let's sit and listen. And and whether he wanted to or not, he came down and he sat on the sofa. And he, whether it went in or whether it didn't, you know. And I think we all there is a level as parents where we want them to acknowledge that this is a significant mm. moment it's in history, that, isn't it? We want and they them to will be the it. ones that experienced it, and in generations to come, they will be the ones that will be able to allow that to We're live on. We're hoping they're going to look back and almost thank us that we yes. made them do that. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. and 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 hope. Hopefully, I know that a lot of the schools um, are really doing a great job as well. Mm. So, you know, you know, quite quickly have have said we receive communication saying we're going to incorporate it somehow. You know, we're yeah. going to incorporate some things into the school, and I then often good assemblies going they, on at the moment, and they take that better, don't they? Then mm. parent saying I think we Absolutely. also have to be mindful. It's actually a client of mine who mentioned this yesterday that oh, it hadn't occurred to me, particularly with the younger ones. They've celebrated the jubilee and now they're having Mm. to acknowledge that the queen has died that's quite that's Mm. quite a difficult message particularly for younger ages well Mm. we've just done all these parties we've also almost raised awareness of the queen with our younger generations they maybe not have been so aware of and i think we need to mention paddington and paddington Paddington. (laughs) and now she's not here anymore yeah. And so it's like, what, what's that about for them? How are mm. they going to navigate that experience as well? And it's just that awareness. She mentioned it. I thought, you're absolutely right. You know, we had all these parties and, yeah. you know, mm. we had Paddington, which is yeah. a, what a lovely, what a lovely thing. And I was listening to the radio the other day, um, Radio 4 on driving somewhere. And so, and I can't remember who it was who was interviewed, but they, they said Paddington is not a character. He's a representation of the values that the Queen kind of, mm. you know, stood for. Mm. Mm. I was just like, that's a lovely way to think yeah, about absolutely. it. Yeah. But he's a bear, so he's for children. Yes. He's, he's definitely connected the children to the Queen, exactly. which I think was How a very clever move, whoever yeah. planned that. What a lovely yeah. thing. But I think what we need to remember here with the children is that we're encouraging them almost to feel a sadness or something Mm. because like you say this person that we were celebrating and partying with not so long ago has now passed away for some young children that might be the first person that they've known in inverted commas that has passed away or for other children it might bring back a memory of a grandparent a Mm. great-grandparent an auntie and uncle that's passed away Mm. or worse much closer to home Um, and it's remembering that this sadness, this grief that many are feeling now is actually bringing back a more real, closer-to-home family grief. Yeah. Um, and then it's knowing how to deal with that. And I want to bring it back to, and the schools just, as, as good as they are, don't have these immediate skills. Just imagine if we had a teacher, a person in every school that was trained in EFT. Mm. You know, most of the schools now seem to have a safe room that you can go to if you're struggling, you can go and sit and chat and talk. What if that happened to include EFT? Mm. What an immediate difference that would make for that child to then be able to go back into the classroom and continue on their day rather than have to sit out for the day because they just can't process it and can't cope with it. Or even, um, you know, the hubs they have, the student support, which is where they often go when they have to leave the classroom because Mm. they can't manage in that moment. If they could have someone who was able to sit with them and do some of that 
that tapping to bring down that emotion which enables them to feel that they can go back into the classroom and they can manage if they're you know and yeah something like that so is is, it just then that it hasn't it's not a um a technique that yet is being incorporated because most schools will have a senko that that deals with that that just isn't being incorporated into their training or their study yet then or is it too I think it's really difficult if we look at kind of you know levels of you know how teachers are taught and what information you know Mm. what they're they're the expectations on teachers and Mm. what they're expected to do I think more is put on their plate with less less time and I think the things that could have the what I call quick wins you know that could really make a difference often get missed Mm. I mean you know as a nation we we are not talking about mental health we're talking about mental health crisis we are not talking about ways forward there's just Mm. been no dialogue you know we've there's campaigns out there young minds are campaigning you know and there's nothing coming back but we've had all this transition in government as well and, and unless it filters down from above I think mm. the schools can be very very limited about what they're allowed to do for want okay. of a better term plus you've got all the other academy status now and it's very very complicated and yes. I think you need some really forward thinking teachers or head teachers who are mm. able to go no I'm going to take the ball by the horns here and I'm gonna I'm gonna pioneer this mm. And, and, mm. and we that's what we really and need. it needs to be now yeah. we want to be doing this now you know we know we're in a mental health pandemic mm. you know we've moved on from the covid pandemic and this is what's next you know if we look back at the last few years of what all our children and teenagers have been through um we need to be sorting them, fixing them, helping them now from the ground up. And it, why does it always have to fall back on the parent? You know, we, our children spend more time in school almost than they do at home. So school needs to be the place where it's normal to help yourself regulate your emotions. And that just doesn't seem to be happening at the moment. If you're unregulated with your emotions and you're struggling, you get taken out. Or yeah. You have a choice to come out. And the interesting thing is, is uh, this is my belief, and I'm sure you'd share this, Helen, is that if we could use these techniques, I, I believe, you know, your kind of your issues around bullying and friendship challenges, your issues around school refusal, your issues around just general the stuff that absorbs so many, te- so much of the teacher's time and and energy mm. to try and deal with. I believe this would actually lessen the intensity of that because you're doing something to help all of the children not just the ones who are struggling it's more of a prevention earlier on than sort of having to deal with bigger situations down the line yeah yeah so you know yeah when we get into these um these panicky stressy moments the cortisol level in the in the head in the brain in the body has gone so sky high that we just can't regulate that and just a simple technique of EFT and a little bit of tapping can mm. drop that level down. Because like I said before, it rubs off on each other. If you've got one child that's gone sky high with their cortisol levels, it's going to rub off on the children around them mm. or the other children that are susceptible to it. And before you know it, you've got three, four, five children that are struggling in that scenario. If we, if the teachers or they had somewhere where those children can be, just spend a few minutes doing some tapping and it's okay. And that's mm. what it needs to be. It needs to be normal. It needs to be okay for these children to do this. Mm. Drop their cortisol levels down, come back into their thinking brain to be able to cope with the day. Then, then school's a much nicer, friendlier, calmer place to be. Mm. Well, let's have, let's um, take a break. We've got home. 
by Michael Bublé. And when we come back, we'll find out um, just so, so for anyone listening, where they can find out more information um, about this, whether it is as a parent or whether it's, you know, sort of a doorway into that school opportunity. Windsor, Windsor, Ascot, Ascot Maidenhead, Maidenhead, Bracknell, Bracknell Wokingham, Wokingham, Henley, Henley Reading. Reading. Okay. Ta-da. The Voice, River Radio of the Thames Valley. Another summer day has come and gone away from Paris and Rome, but I wanna go home. Maybe surrounded by a million people I still feel all alone Just wanna go home Oh, I miss you, you know And I've been keeping all the letters that I wrote to you Each one in line too I'm fine, baby, how are you? Just not enough My words were cold and flat And you deserve more than that Another airplane, another sunny place I'm lucky, I know But I wanna go home I got to go home Let me go Come home And I feel just like I'm living Someone else's life It's like I just stepped outside Everything was going right And I know just why you could not come along with me That this was not your dream But you always believed in me Another winter day has come and gone away In either Paris or Rome And I want to go home
I'm coming back home. Good morning and welcome back to School of Parenting on River Radio, the voice of the Thames Valley. School of Parenting is brought to you by Goyles of Maidenhead, specialist uniform workwear and sportswear suppliers for over 50 years. And my guests today, co-host is Claire Hogan. Uh, Claire, what? that's the second time I've done that. Sorry, Claire. <laughs> I got called worse. We're fine. Claire Hogan from Creating Calm. I think I need some calm. And uh, a teen specialist. And Claire's guest is Helen Crookshank from Zalva Health and Wellness. And we've been talking about EFT tapping, emotional freedom technique. And if you've missed any part of the show, you can listen back wherever you listen to your podcast. Just search up River Radio School of Parenting. So we've been chatting about what the technique actually is, how it can help teens, how it can help parents, how it can help everyone in general, particularly at the moment where as a nation and across the world, we're mourning the death of our Queen. Um, So where do we go from here? I mean, obviously, we've spoken about it would be, you know, fantastic to get these, this technique into um, schools, you know, um, but you know, like anything, it, it, you know, it can be tricky. What's, what's the next step? Okay, so one of the things that sprung to mind when we were talking is around the research around it, because we all know that in order to take something forward, we need to have the facts and the figures, because mm. that's just the way our, our, our world works. So is there anything, um, Helen? Yes, so we have a governing body, um, like all of these uh, techniques and therapies do. Uh, It's EFTI International. So it's EFT are capital letters and the I is a little letter. Um, And it's EFT International. And they have done years and years of research. Um, Through their years of research, they've covered different areas of health, uh, whether it's used in a clinical setting with a practitioner or at home as a self-help tool Uh, the research has been done and it's come back that it it can improve multiple physiological markers of health so some of those that have come back are anxiety can be improved 40 percent happiness 31 percent pain 57 percent your cortisol levels can drop by 37 percent food food cravings by 74 percent depression 35 percent PTSD, 32%, and immune system markers, which I think is incredible, by 113%. Wow. So what I want to jump on the back of that saying is that we've talked about EFT being used when there's a trauma, a moment, an anxiety, a trigger of some description. The best way to, one of the better ways to use EFT is to use it on a daily basis and keep your emotional level stable. Um, if you're using it on a regular basis, what you'll find is where your baseline is, is how you operate on a daily basis, will start to increase. We work on a scale of 1 to 10 in EFT, and we quite often say, well, I operate at about a 1 or 2, so quite low on a normal day-to-day basis mm. and especially if we're talking about teens and children they'll say they're down there somewhere um and and that's not a good place to be operating on a daily basis if you can lift that base level somewhere you know ab- above an eight you know a 10 you know if you think about yourself being a 10 you're in joy and light and love and happiness all of the time how nice it would be to be somewhere near that or even at that you know let me not belittle this if we could operate at that level 
all of us all of the time how amazing the world would be to live in but let's be realistic about it and you know we are all mourning at the moment and there's lots going on we are operating at a slightly lower level at the moment but if we could all tap on a daily basis and it is just as as you asked earlier that um, you know do we have to think about something specific no we don't we can just tap on today I feel a bit blur and I've got loads of teens that come to me and go I just feel blur they can't describe it. They don't know mm. what it is, but they're just feeling a bit blur. Just tap on that today. You know, and the tapping is on the side of the on the side of the hand on the karate chop. You would start with, even though today I'm feeling a bit blur, I accept this, and that's okay. your setup statement. Mm. Then you would start tapping around your meridian points around the face, saying, "I feel blur. I feel blur." And you would know in your head, you're maybe at a one or a two. So really low down the scale. If you did a round or a couple of rounds of that, you might go, okay, I don't feel quite so blur anymore. Maybe I'm just blur. Mm. So, it, you know, it, it feels slightly better. And a few more rounds. And if it changes, I was feeling blur, but now maybe I just feel a bit washed out, mm. whatever word you would come with. So the word would change as your feelings change. If we all did that every day for a minute two minutes we woke up feeling blur but actually by the time we finish we're okay i'm i'm up for facing what today's going to bring me Mm. that's a very different approach and if we could all be doing that as parents be doing that you know all sitting around the breakfast table in the morning having a quick tap that's my ideal world it's not happening (laughs) in my house yet so (laughs) so i don't get any ideas we like to have aspirations (laughs) yeah and i'm thinking there's some some alternate words that the teens might put in there mightn't they well i'm I'm thinking when you said blur my youngest goes nick so yeah, oh, we're, 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 we can. Uh, Absolutely. Well, uh, do you know? I said to my husband last night, I think I need a. Um, I'm going to buy a teenage book of slang because they hate it when I use their words. Mm. It's like it's like the best thing. And to, there's so many new words, isn't there? That they they're using. I don't understand. It's yeah. text talk. Yeah. I can't understand text oh, talk. I'm like, I'm so sorry. What now? <laughs> You're talking to your mum, not your friend. <laughs> <laughs> so where? Um, just just remind us, Claire. Uh, people want to find out more about the work that you do. Um, so, uh, best way, visit my website, clairecogan.com, information about the work I do one-to-one, information about my books for parents and teens, um, and ways you can get in touch. Brilliant book. I've read Claire's book. It's really highly recommend it. And Helen? Yes, the best way to find me again is through my website. It's a website that I share with my husband for the work that we do together, and it is zalva.co.uk. So I'll spell that Z-A-L va zalva.co.uk and you'll find all our contact details on there and everything that we offer as a wellness studio um, is all on the website and you mentioned claire though that that you mentioned something about you can just go on to um i mean obviously go to claire's website and helen's website but also that that you can just go and find out about this on youtube did you say yeah i mean i think the general understanding is there's general principles of, around eft that you, yes. you can use youtube there's lots of of tapping i would say if there's something very specific going on for your teen i think mm. you know it's good to go to a professional but i do know and people are picking these things up on tiktok so i get teens coming to me going so and so this is you know so they're learning through video all the time which is all really positive because Mm. it is out there spreading the word find it it, you can see it it's there and and like we've already said copying somebody else doing it makes it so much easier and the more people that do it the more awareness we get exactly that's that's kind of the key isn't it whatever avenue they find it through and hopefully get to a point that one day that it's that is used as a technique in schools exactly 
where you know where where imagine every tutor group in the morning they're all tapping for two minutes before they go off their first lesson wonderful that would be it's my vision it's a dream i've got it it'll happen (laughs) thank you both so much for coming in today and thank you for sharing this topic which you know we said right at the beginning it's not just not just our teens that would benefit but but everyone at the moment in the um current you know current morning time that we're going through so thank you for listening and thank you again so much claire and helen